You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hey, thanks for choosing another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I speak with an artist coming from ATL. Her name is Ali Shiva. Man, she is a dope artist with an awesome delivery. She really knows how to sing. Without further ado, check out this interview right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love, back on your screen one more time with another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. And in this episode, I have a special guest that's coming in from Atlanta, Georgia. She's a dope artist, a tutor, and everything in between. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you, Ella Shiva! What's going on, Ella Shiva? What's going on, MC? It's actually been pretty cool um, to see you because I think now that we spoke a little earlier today and we were talking about how did we meet and it's the app Loom that we met on. Right. Shout out to Loom. (laughs) Definitely shout out to Loom. I heard two of your songs that you got out there. One you put out everywhere and the other one is only on Loom. So folks, I'm going to actually play some of that music today from Loom. I suggest you go on and download the app or go on to the website, loom.fm, type in Elisheva, E-L-I-S-H-E-V-A, and she'll pop right up. What you been up to? Man, I have been grinding. (laughs) That's what I've been up to. (laughs) You know, just um, always looking for opportunities, you know, for growth. Um, It's, I'm an entrepreneur full time, you know, so I'm always, always looking for opportunities for growth. I haven't been writing much lately. You know, um, I've just been kind of venturing through life, I guess you can say. But they always say, you know, that's when the best songs are written. So who knows? I just might write something. (laughs) All you got to do is just look around you in your city, because I'm pretty sure there's no shortage of things happening in your city. No, it just depends on what industry you're in. But as an artist, I figured you can look out the window and see something to write about. Yeah. You know, I like water, MC. I like water. And there's not a lot of water in Georgia. You know, it's a lot of backwoods out here. <laughs> it's a lot of backwoods. and You need water. to be in Florida then. And uh, what you call them, ponds and something that looks like a river, but it's not really a river. <laughs> well, you love Orlando because they got water there. Speaking of Orlando, I actually been there a couple of years ago um, for uh, an audition. Um, I had to audition in front of a lot of uh, major record labels um, and a lot of um, talent agencies out there. Um, but we were stuck in a hotel for like seven days, so I didn't really get to see much of Orlando. Did you get the audition? Did you make it, though? I did. I got three callbacks. <laughs> I was able did to get callbacks, which was nice. I wish I wish the camera would have caught my reaction just at the moment you said that. <laughs> Because it was a true, like, all-inspiring moment at that uh, moment. 
<laughs> Anything that something good happens for you, man, I am so tuned into that moment, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I really do. So when did you realize that music was your passion? Music, I realized that I want to say when I was about maybe like 10 years old, somewhere around there. I mean, I grew up with my father playing music, uh, jazz music, really good jazz music by Nat King Cole and Armstrong, Miles Davis, the Birds, all of those folks. Ella Fitzgerald when I was like five years old. That's what I woke up to. And my dad didn't have no sense. You know, he didn't care if he was knocked out sleep. If he won't, if he wanted to blast music early in the morning, that's what he was gonna do. <laughs> so, so that's what I woke up hearing every day. You know, so I want to say my passion for music started real early. Who is your greatest influence? First and foremost, this might sound kind of cliche for most, but it's definitely not cliche for me. I would say the father, the one above, you know, God is my greatest influence. Um, And then I want to say after him would be my mother. Um, She's an extremely, extremely uh, strong woman. Um, (laughs) Just just to kind of see the life she's she's ventured through and all that she's endured coming from Haiti not knowing how to speak English, learning how to speak English at work and having to raise two kids, you know, um, in a marriage that was very, very challenging and dysfunctional in a lot of ways. You know, I definitely look up to her for her strength. So I would say those two people right there are probably my greatest influences. Well, that's amazing you say that because I can relate as far as my mother being one of my greatest influences. So when you're not making music, what are you doing? When I'm not making music, I... Um, running a nonprofit organization that's very, very youth-oriented. I have a strong uh, passion working for youth, empowering youth. So anything involving that, involving their social, spiritual, mental development, professional development, that's that's me all, that's me there. Um, my nonprofit organization is known as Olive Tree Tutoring. We're based in Atlanta, but we make our services available to people everywhere throughout the United States. Um, that was that's one of the pros to COVID. Um, COVID actually allowed us to be able to reach kids that lived beyond the Atlanta borders. Um, so I thought that that was a blessing. Um, but I wear a lot of hats in that organization. You know, I mentor, I tutor, I manage, you know, a team. Um, I do a lot of the um, expanding the team and anything that involves running a, a, a nonprofit business is all that I do um, outside of music. That means you are like a dope person outside of music as well. You're just yeah. an um, awesome, talented, wonderful human being. I think you show so much promise as an artist because it all makes sense to me now why you're so good at what you do when it comes to singing because you've mastered the craft of being a good person. <laughs> like, really, anybody that can take their time and help kids out is a hero in my book because the kids are our future. And without a person like yourself that are out there actually showing love and doing what needs to be done, these kids would be lost. So people like you make the world go round. God bless you, Elisheba. Thank you so much. So now that we're talking about that, let's talk about the song that I want to talk about. I want to talk about that song that you wrote that's on Loom, and it's called Never Too Late. Can you tell us a little bit about that song? Can you give us a backstory to it? Absolutely. So I wrote that song when I was going through a, a really bad breakup. 
um, the next four, we were together like four years. And this person was like a, a best friend to me. Um, and it was one of those situations that really ended pretty bad. I was grieving that relationship. And when I wrote that song, it was during an, uh, a night when there was actually a full moon out. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you know what? It is never too late, you know, to love again. It's never too late to apologize. It's never too late to hear a heartbeat. That's just what was coming to me because at that moment, I was kind of feeling like, well, maybe we could be together again someday. <laughs> I was trying to feel hopeful. You know what I mean? Um, Cause it happens, you know, you can be with somebody and then before you know it, you know, sometimes couples, they get exes, get back together. That happens all the time. You know, that wasn't our story, but it's okay. I felt that that's, that's just what I was going through at the time. And I felt like I needed to tell someone else that, Hey, you know what, whether y'all get back together or not, it works out or not. It'll never be too late to start over with someone else. <laughs> it's never too late to start over. I think I've started over at least a lot of times. It's pretty <laughs> Most of us have. <laughs> and now that I'm in the current relationship I'm in, I'm married now and I'm totally happy with the choice that I've made in marrying the woman I've married because she helps me make myself better each day. And I think a lot of women can make men better. Now, without further ado, I'm going to play a little snippet of Never Too Late. But just remember, folks, you can only get it on one platform, Loom.fm, or Loom on your iPhone, or Loom on your Android. Doesn't matter now, folks. You can get Loom anywhere you're at, at any time, 24-7, 365. So why don't you go download the app, check out LA Shiva, and check this song out right here. This is a snippet of Never Too Late. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is smooth, like a Sade. You hear that, y'all? The love is not a coincidence. Set your heart in your pain. Have a I like this song. It's teaching me something right now. See the love that you believe in is a heaven. I know it's hard to look beyond what you've been telling. All right, y'all, you know what you gotta do. You got to go check this song out on Loom yourself. Okay. Let's bring this in right here. Go to Loom.fm on your own time. Tap into Ellis Shiva if you want to hear the rest of this song. Never too late. I love that song. I love the passion you have in every lyric and every vocal that you do especially on this song right here you really put yourself out there yeah I, you know it's funny you say that because a lot of times when I was writing songs during that time I was afraid to put myself out there so I when I would write songs I wouldn't write them in first person <laughs> I would write them in second person using she he they whatever right because I wouldn't I was afraid to say this is what I was going through. This is what I was feeling. But I'm glad that you were still able to kind of hear 
that I was really talking about my experience. <laughs> it actually spoke volumes when I first heard it before you told us about the backstory, but I, I couldn't relate to what you were going through at that time in your life because you were giving yourself a pep talk. Hey, it's never too late to be happy. It's never too late to put, to, to be in love again. So don't give up this, the passion. Don't give up the yearning for wanting to desire and feel true love. So that to me is amazing piece of work you did on that song. And, uh, I'm digging the vibes for real. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, Ella Shiva, tell us some of your experiences you have had since you've been singing or in the music. I've had some great experiences and some bomb, terrible experiences. <laughs> Which one you want to hear about first? <laughs> Let's talk about the juicy tidbits of the not so good experiences. So, man, uh, when I was younger, I thought I was really thought I really knew how to sing. Right. I pulled out this Whitney Houston song. I had to sing at this church and for I don't remember what the occasion was but I had to sing a song and I chose to sing a song by Whitney Houston called You'll Never Stand Alone and as I was singing the song my voice cracked bad just like the Whitney's did echoed, the mic echoed and everything and do you know folk in the church started laughing folk in the church started laughing <laughs> wow that's so embarrassing for real yeah embarrassing because you got to think about a 15 16 year old girl thinking she can sing like Whitney you know what I mean going in front of bands of people you know she's gonna do it but yeah that was the worst I actually stopped singing after that I stopped singing for a couple years after that and it wasn't up until I want to say I moved to Chi-Town to Chicago um, and met some people that I decided to go back into singing again so actually, the same person who actually um, inspired Never Too Late is the same person who got me singing again. You know, that song is amazing, man. Never Too Late. It's a hit. And I know back in the 1990s, songs like that would be all over the radio. I believe it. But I now we're in 2021. And the people that don't know what real music is are listening to music now. And... I miss the days when you had a song, which you had a, a hook, a verse, a second verse, a bridge, a third verse, yep. a fourth verse, and another hook. Fade <laughs> yep. out ad libs. Yep. See, <laughs> that's a real song. That's a full, complete thought. Yeah. You can't complete a thought in two minutes. Yeah. Come on, people. Oh, yeah. People nowadays are so used to streaming and they're so used to like, oh, I don't have time to listen to a four minute song. It's just too long. Come on, folks. That's why you're listening to music, not only to be entertained, but to learn something. Why do you guys want to be dumbed down all the time? That's my question to America. What's wrong with having a four minute song? You taking your time and listening to it and checking out what the artist has to say. Because most of the time when songs are at least four minutes long, it's got something important in there and you need to check it out. I'm trying to tell you guys, you guys are spoiled. And the artists of today, they don't have to work. They don't have to think. All they got to do is put together some noise, some sounds to a beat, and you call that a song. You even give them a Grammy for that crap. It's ridiculous. 
No, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. People don't appreciate good music anymore. And that's why until this day, I still appreciate the artists from the 90s. But I'm also finding that a lot of the artists in the 90s, they're conforming. Is that the word? They're they're changing into like today's time because they feel like, well, that's what they got to do to keep their name going. And it's sad that it's like that. It really is. Because I still find myself going back and listening to their old records. I still rock to that stuff. Yes, I have a playlist on my Spotify, folks. That's from the 90s. All 90s. R&B. I'm talking like Jodeci. Yes. H-Town. Silk. Silk. Uh, 112. 112. (laughs) Hey, Levert came out in the 80s, but man, they were dope in the 90s. Boys to men. Oh, the list goes on and on. Yeah. (laughs) Portrait. Remember Portrait? Oh yes. Oh, and then yes. there was a it was a group out of Buffalo, New York. They were called Joe Public, and they had a song called "Live and Learn." You remember that song? You know what? I want to say that I do. You got to live and learn, brothers and sisters. You yeah. got to live and learn. Yeah, yeah. They're from Buffalo, New York. The things are different today than they were back in the '90s with a lot of artists and for a lot of artists, like a lot of artists had to have a label at one point in music if you wasn't signed with a major label chances are you weren't going to get heard that's true but nowadays you can get heard all you need is a nice song and you got to be consistent with it it's it's expensive though because as an independent artist you got to pay for your own studio time yeah you got to get your song mastered that costs Yeah, it costs a lot. And so I can see why getting into the studio is not easy. It costs to be an artist. Yeah. Music is a business. It really is. People don't think so. People don't know what it takes to hear the music that they enjoy, that they play at birthday parties and weddings. You know what I'm saying? All of these, they don't, they, they have no idea what it took just to get that final, what they're hearing. No idea. And I know every artist has a story behind (laughs) <laughs> nearly every song they've had ever released is definitely a story but and that's why you gotta love it you gotta love music if you don't love music you won't do it it's as simple as that yeah it, you're right about that music is a type of business or a type of thing that you either love it or you hate it like you can't go making music as i'm only doing it because i i need to make money You actually have to go on the music knowing this is what you want to be doing. There's so many things you have to do to get that song ready to be prepared to be released. You got to make sure it's copyrighted. Got to make sure it's published. You got to make sure all these other things that you have to have so that way nobody will steal your sound. It's a lot. Got to get licensed and everything. Do you have any advice for any artists that want to do what you're doing? And do you have any advice for these kids? Because you are a tutor. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the artists since we are on a topic of music, really. Um, You know, I would say whatever it is that you're doing, do it with purpose. You know, whether you want to be a rap artist or or just a singer and in everything that you're doing, whether it's a song or business trading, some people are into that, buying property, whatever it is, life will be a lot more rewarding when you do things with purpose when there's a reason for doing it. Everybody needs money. We all need money. (laughs) Money is a common denominator for everybody. 
you know, but if that is your only reason for living, if that is your only reason for writing a song, if that is your only reason for even going into the booth to to say something, you're going to leave your listeners hungry, starving, because you don't know who may be going through what, who may be dealing with what, and you could have just been that one person, you know what I mean, that could have just been that light just through the song. And this is why I like to, you know, make songs that kind of make people think a little bit, think about what I may have experienced or what am I talking about? Hummingbird song, you know, it's not very forward, you know, it's very poetic actually, but I did it like that intentionally because I want to start a conversation, write songs that make people think, but write songs that make people feel good about life. You know, everything that you're doing, do, do it with purpose. And when you do things with purpose, the money will come that much easier. You know, you'll, you'll start gravitating to the right kind of people. You'll start connecting with the right kind of people, the kind of people that you need to be connected to. And the money will just come flowing right on in. So that's my tip to artists. Um, and as far as kids, um, you know, that are just kind of dealing with this, just everything is changing. Society is just changing. And I would just tell kids right now, and, and it's what I've been saying is, number one, stay focused on your goals, your dreams, your, your desires. Stay focused on that and find motivation on that. If you pray, if mommy and daddy taught you how to pray, pray day and night about the things that you want, about the things that you want to do in the world. And just, you know what I mean? Mute the distractions on TV, outside, friends, social media, and just have tunnel vision on your goal. Focus on your goal. Just see that because the more you stay focused on your goal, you know, the more you'll you'll feel motivated every day when you wake up in the morning. You'll always have something to look forward to. And learning won't be boring because you have something that you're working towards. When you have something that you're working towards, learning just can't be boring because you're you're constantly and always seeking knowledge. And and so keep on seeking knowledge, but seek that knowledge that is, you know, centered around the things that you want to do in life, what you want to be in the world. And that's my piece there. Do you have any burning desires? My burning desires. <laughs> Man, <laughs> right now, um, I would want to say uh, one of my burning desires is really just to make an impact, make an impact through my music, make an impact through, through the work that I'm doing with my organization. That's my burning desire. Ultimately, I would love to have a family someday. You know, but I'm not in a rush for that. <laughs> I'm kind of just like, you know what, when it comes, it comes and let's get it. <laughs> right now, I just want to be able to make a difference in, you know, in the different avenues that I'm able to do that. So I can take the vibes. America, it is I, MC Andrew Love. This is Let's Chat and Jam. And this lady right here, Ella Shiva, one of the dopest artists I've ever heard. Coolest people i've ever met and the kindest souls i've ever saw she's so cool with people it is beyond belief to me she's kind to strangers and she's kind to young kids who need that right now in this time of of darkness ella shiva has become a beacon of light for a lot of folks including the people that love good music like myself. Ella Shiva has lyrics in her songs 
that will change the way you see the day. Like you may come in feeling some type of way, but you pop on an Ella Shiva track, you're going to go out feeling like you didn't know why you was upset because she makes it so that way all your troubles feel like you just vanished. With just the sound of her voice can take your troubles away. Don't take my word for it, folks. Go on to loom.fm and check out Ella Shiva for yourself. But you can also check her out on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Yeah, because she's got a video out there. And you can check her out on Deezer and Napster and all other places that her song is on because her song is everywhere. The Hummingbird song featuring, his name is Brand New. Yep, Brand New. I'm glad I remembered his name, man. I feel so good. (laughs) But brand new, he did a he did like at least what he did a 16 bars on that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he did a full 16 on that, folks. And I'm telling you, brand new got a sound that is dope, and it it went really good with Ella Shiva's vocals and what she was saying on the song. I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Love, you know, he's, he's talented, so gifted. But Ella Shiva, when are you going back in the studio to give us something that we want to hear? I'm planning to go back in the studio sometime this year. And I definitely have an album that I want to put out, and it'll have all of um, a lot that you, you all know. It'll have Never Too Late, Hummingbird Song, as well as a couple of other bonus tracks on there for you. So um, just stay in tune with me. I'm, I'm definitely staying tuned with you. So, so Ella Shiva, where can these people find you? They can find me on Instagram. That's basically where I live. I am underscore Ella Shiva. Um, you can find me there. You can find me on Apple Music, iTunes, as MC Andrew Love stated. Make sure you guys go tap in Ella Shiva because she's got music for you that's about to drop. Hopefully, eventually, soon, sometime. I'm not going to say a date. One. Hopefully. I, I'll just be patient. Everybody got to be patient. Ella Shiva's a busy lady, and so she's working on it. And when she makes it happen, it'll be worth the wait. I know it will be. The Hummingbird song was an amazing song, and it was worth the wait for my ears. I'll tell you oh. that. <laughs> Thank you. So thanks for coming through, Ella Shiva. I do appreciate your time. Thank you, you for an, having Oh, yeah. You're an awesome person uh, with a great personality. And your company was welcomed. Thank you for coming to the show. I'm honored to actually have you here. And I'm humbled to have known you because you are a cool person. Thank you so much, MC. You are so appreciated. Thank thank you so much. And the time we ran out of. So unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. So I want to say, stay safe, Elisheba. Please stay safe. You too, brother. Thank Thank you. you. And everybody else, you stay safe as well. Mask up, wash your hands, social distance. Peace out, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching. And if you like what you saw, hit the subscribe button. And also tap that notification bell right there. So that way you won't miss an episode of a conversation with series right here on Let's Chat and Jam.